Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Girlfriend Network, where women stay connected with your host, Nicole and Karishma, right here on the Love Zone USA. Hello, everyone, and happy Monday. This is Karishma, and you're listening to the Girlfriend Network right here on the Love Zone USA. It is me and the lovely Nicole. Nicole, how are you? Hi, Karish. How are you? I'm good. Back on another Monday. We've uh, been on vacay for a minute, but we're back. So how's it going? What's new? You know, everything is going really well. Um, I started, I texted you the other day because, you know, everyone, if you've been following Nicole, she's been doing the green smoothie and she swears by it. And I started doing it for the past three days and you won't believe it. I love it. I just went to go buy more like frozen fruit and some more spinach and things like that. It's so easy. You don't waste anything. And it's filling. Right, it's right. So let's talk about that. But how do you feel? Do you feel like energized? Do you feel healthier? Have you felt anything going on? Like anything new, so anything I different? <laughs> I felt more energy. I didn't have coffee. Yeah. Um, like I did it for the yeah, past three days. So I haven't had coffee. And I also, like, I had a horrible, horrible, like, breakout going on. And the pimples have actually gone down a lot. So it's kind of good, and I was, I was making me think that, you know, it is so hard for me to get veggies and fruits in my day-to-day. Like, I love going right. to the grocery store and buying everything, but when you think about it, sometimes when you're out and you just are grabbing something to snack, it's not always vegetables, it's not always fruit, it's, you know. True. And it, I was like, oh, my goodness, like, I've been depriving my body, and this is just such an easy um, way to no. get it. You're so right. Like, I have friends that have been doing this for the longest, but as soon as they said, like, spinach or kale as one of the main ingredients, it just turned me off. I'm like, there's no way that I'm drinking kale. And finally, I just started reading about green smoothies and all the different things you can put in it uh, for different reasons and the health benefits. Like, you know, it helps with high blood pressure. It helps with cholesterol. Some green smoothies will help fight cancer. It promotes more right. sleep. Uh, it just goes on and on and on. So as someone who is heavily into fitness, I really felt like a jackass. So I've been doing the green smoothies, I don't know, probably a couple of months now, maybe a little less. And let me tell you, I feel amazing. My energy is out the roof. I can go harder in the gym. Everybody is telling me, Karish, that my complexion is beautiful. Like, I don't think I've ever had this, you know, flawless skin all my life. It's glowing. It's clear. It's radiant. I'm just loving it. So when you um, text me, I was like, yes, girl, come on over. Come on over to the green smoothie side. So I'm so thrilled. And it's a lot of fun, right, Karish? Because you can experiment with all different types of fruits and come up with different concoctions, which is great as well. No, exactly. And it's just, um, I for anyone who's beginning it, I would recommend using um, spinach first because, Spinach is so easy. It does not taste like like you cannot taste it in the fruit, you know. And I, on top right. of it, I've been adding like my collagen powder and my like vegan protein powder and things like that to it, and like some chia seeds. But I would say if you're starting off for a green smoothie, and you know, like me and Nicole, we we're not all about it. Um, spinach, <laughs> you know, we want like a fruit, nice fruit smoothie over here. Right. You know, bananas, strawberry berries. But I would definitely say to start with spinach because I've had kale before but I think spinach is the one like if you're a newbie and just starting out it's easy you can pack a lot of spinach in there um yeah yeah don't you think so Nicole like I think that's the best one to start off with yeah yeah I've, I've never tried kale but a lot of people have told me like with the kale you can taste it so, um, and I don't generally even eat kale, you know, so I was like, well, I'm, spinach is good, so I'm just going to stick with the spinach, so yeah. Right. But yeah, I'm so proud of you. Oh, I, I love it. I can't wait to see the um, results, but listeners, we have an amazing show today. We're going to be talking with the wonderful Dr. Turpo, 
and he is going to be chatting with us about, you know, a dilemma we hear about a lot, which is women being in a relationship or being in a marriage, but still maybe wanting to seek some attention from men outside of the relationship. We're going to go into our first song, which is Lizzo Like a Girl, and then we'll be right back here on the Girlfriend Network at the Love Zone USA. Where you can listen to your heart, and we live and learn. And learn. Welcome back to the Girlfriend Network. Thank you, listeners, for continuously rocking with us here on Monday night. We're here, 9.30 to 10.30. Me and Karish. Hey, guys, we always like to remind you that we are on iHeartRadio and Spotify under our name, The Love Zone USA. Also, can't forget to mention that we are also on Instagram, so check us out and see what's coming up, our future topics. You can find us at the underscore girlfriend underscore network. Call in, talk to me, Karishma, or our guest who we're going to be bringing on shortly, 347-539-5729. So, Karish, so our topic tonight is... I'm married, but I desire male attention from others. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> so, all right. right. So, should we, I guess we should just bring on our favorite uh, love and relationship doctor, uh, Dr. Turpo. Are you there? Yes. Can you all hear me Yay! okay? Hey, Doc. Yes, we can hear you. Dr. Turpo is one of our favorite doctors and has been on the show with us before. So we're so glad to have you back. Good. Good. Glad to be back. <laughs> yeah. You all do great shows. Oh, well, thank you. So we, of course we have another interesting topic tonight. 
Um, you know, I'm married, but I desire male attention from others. So, Dr. Tapal, before we jump into it, please tell our listeners who you are. We know you're based in Atlanta, and you're like the doc out there. So if anybody's having any kind of marriage and relationship issues and need counseling, hit up Dr. Tapal. But Dr. Tapal, tell them how our listeners can find you. Sure. You can see... Um me on my website, blacklovedoctor.com, because that's what I am. I'm the Black Love Doctor, Black America's Love Doctor. Uh, you can also yeah. uh, look at my YouTube channel, subscribe, if you will, and that's called the Turpo Channel. And people have a hard time with my last name. I'll just spell it for them right quick. It's T is in Tom, U-R-P is in Peter, E-A-U, the Turpo Channel on YouTube. So that's how they can uh, find me right away. I have my number, email address, all that on my website. Wonderful. Awesome. So should we jump – I just want to jump into this topic because I find it really interesting. And obviously we'll talk about all perspectives of, as we always do. You know, we're very inclusive here. So, you know, not just a woman in a relationship seeking attention from others, but also like, you know, roles reversed. Right. Dr. Paul, what's your first feeling? Do you see this a lot in your line of work? Is this a common thing that women experience? Um, it's, I'm sure it's a very common thing, uh, women and men, actually. Uh, but mm-hmm. it's not why they come to counseling. They, they come to counseling more for uh, the interpersonal relationships, uh, relationships that, they're, that they're having, the problems that they're having in their marriage and their love relationships. That's where they're coming. The topic that you're talking about is more of like an internal thing. Uh, that people mm-hmm. are dealing with, but they don't usually present with this as the problem that uh, this person wants attention from somebody else. That's not usually. Um, now, if that leads to infidelity, that is something that they bring. <laughs> so definitely that is something right. that, if it leads to that. Yeah. Um, oh, go ahead, Nicole. Sorry. No, go ahead, Karishma. Finish. No, I was going to say, like, some people think that it's harmless, right? So it's it's like how you said, like, the the mm-hmm. initial signs, like maybe, you know, someone's just flirting, but when it leads to infidelity, then it turns into the big issue, and that's when, you know, your partner will have a problem, and it becomes right. very real. So right. do you think that because it starts off like that, that maybe if you were with somebody, you could say, oh, well, I think you're going to cheat on me now because you want this attention from somebody else that's not me? Or do you think it could be related more to, you know, we've just been in a relationship for a long time and I want something fresh and exciting, but I still love this person? I think it's all of the above. I mean, a, a lot of people, like I said, men and women, women want to feel that they still got it. You know, they want to feel that they can, even though they've been married and kids, they right. still want to know that, okay, I can still pull, people are still interested in me. And it goes more to a sense of self-worth. And we get a feeling of self-worth when we feel that the opposite sex is attracted to us. And so that's what's going on in a lot of dynamics. Now, if you if you fan those flames too much, if you go down that road too strongly, it will mm-hmm. lead into things like infidelity. And that's why we have to be careful if it goes that far. Right. So um, th- this, is, this is an interesting topic for me because, um, I'm a model, I'm an actress, I'm also a, um, you know, a personal trainer. So I use social media to death, um, you know, especially lately with the fitness thing. So, um, you know, it's cool, but I'm often disappointed because I like talking to people. Um, I love talking about fitness, but I always find it's always men <laughs> in my uh-huh. inbox, in my social media you know, um, either they talk about my attractiveness or, you know, some have even come in there under the guise um, that they want to work out with me or get Mm -hmm. a session, you know, but I'm not necessarily Mm -hmm. falling for that. But my thing is what I'm disappointed in a lot of times, Dr. Terpe, is like these men are married. Terpo. Terpo, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Terpo. Got it, Um, These these men are married. Um, They're in relationships. Um, and a lot of times I know some of the women that they're dealing with. So I'm mm-hmm. just like, it just always, it, it just really bewilders me that men would take this chance to be in my inbox and kind of go left sometimes um, with their intentions. And I'm like, but you're in a whole relationship over here and I know who they are. Like, 
I just don't understand what gives them that kind of courage or bravery. And um, yeah, it's called it's called lust lust intoxication. Is what I call it. Wow. <laughs> lust intoxication. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, when they get intoxicated, when we get intoxicated by that, it makes you do stupid things, say stupid things, risk your behavior. Testosterone is more dominant in men, and actually, testosterone is responsible for risky behavior, violent behavior, and uh, sexual uh, advances, sexual aggression. So it's that that testosterone is more in men, and that's why men do uh, stupid things. That's why the prisons are full of men. Uh, that's why they take risks. That's why men do more entrepreneurial things. That's why uh, you know they they go for it, and that's you know it's it's a big reward, but it's also a big uh, big risk. Yeah. Um, and, you know, getting back to what I was saying, so, you know, I'm in a relationship and my boyfriend, he knows that, you know, I have conversations with people in my inbox and a lot of times it's men. Um, he doesn't necessarily like it, but he understands. But I never take it to that point. Like, I keep it professional. I keep it, you know, business. I may say thank you or, you know, I... I do because I, I do, you know, I will respond to messages and such, but, um, you know, I always curve it if they get to a certain point. So I'm kind of like on the fence, though. You know, I'm not married, but I don't think it's anything wrong um, with having attention from the opposite sex um, as long as you're responsible with it. Now, of course, yeah, if you I mean, take it natural. outside. Right, right. So, um, but some men, they're not going for it at all. You know, they're like, nobody should be in your inbox. Nobody should be doing this. Nobody should be doing that. But I disagree. As, I don't as a matter, as, as a matter, as a matter of fact, here's a burka I want you to put on. <laughs> right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, and and me, I'm in spandex, you know, in crop tops and stuff because I'm in the gym. Mm-hmm. So you know. Um, and my guy doesn't always appreciate that either. And he's always like, well, you know, if we got married, some things are going to have to be curved. And I'm just like, huh? But I'm not out here mm-hmm. naked. I'm not out here being disrespectful to you or doing, you know, anything unbecoming of myself. But, um, yeah, he's getting to that point, well, you know, we may be crossing a line. So we need to dial back. Mm-hmm. But still, I, I just don't find Anything anything wrong with it, you know, dealing with either uh, sex. What do you think, Karishma? Are you are you fine? I'm sure I know Karishma is a beautiful girl. I know she's finding uh, a lot of men in her inbox as well. <laughs> so, I mean, what, what do you say? How do you deal with it? Do you like it, Karishma? Are you flattered or you just, like, go away or, you know? Um, because a um, lot of people even I, start relationships from inboxing people. <laughs> right. I actually, you know, I, have to, I do not have people sliding into my DMs like that. But I, I think it's, you know, if you go back, if we're going like, more, you know, digging deep, I think that, you know, getting attention from anyone is, is fine. It's good to accept it. You know, hey, receiving attention, you're getting attention, you know, hopefully just for a good reason, not because you're seeking it. But I think it's different because, you know, you're talking about, like, attention. Nicole, you're not out here trying to get these men's attention because your partner's not giving you attention. You know what I mean? Like, this just, right. you know, it happens. It might be, ends up being, like, a professional thing. Um, you know, hey, maybe they, you know, are inspired and then they want to do business or whatever. That's different. But I think that, you know, you're not seeking it. So it's, my question is, for those that are, you know, out here seeking it, and they're maybe now starting to question everything about their relationship, what is advice that you would give them? That, you know, if someone's just out here, they're in their relationship, and they're in love and committed, but sometimes they're just, I guess, the satisfaction is not there, and they're seeking attention from outside their relationship. What advice would you give them to kind of maybe fix it or how to get in tune with their feelings? Well, I think you all made some excellent comments. You have to think about what your purpose is, you know, I seek attention, but I'm I seek attention for my practice, for my private practice that I that I do. I seek attention to sell my book. Uh, you know, I'm here on your radio show for attention. Everybody's mm-hmm. seeking attention. You you all right. are seeking attention. Everybody's seeking right. attention. It's just the reasons that you're seeking attention. Now, um, you know, let's get to this thing. I know Aisha Curry did some kind of statement and got everybody thinking about this thing. Yes. Um, yeah. So, you know, 
men and women um, tend to, uh, I'm not saying this justified, I'm just describing, they tend to get their worth from certain things. Let's, let's talk about men tend to get their uh, sense of worth through achievement. Even as little boys, they say things like, look what I can do. See what I can do. Um, and they compete with each other in that area. Women tend to get a sense of self-worth from two two big things that they tend to get their worth from. Number one is relationships. That's why women are really into, into relationships. And number two, they tend to get their, their sense of worth through beauty. Now, again, I'm, I'm not saying it should be this way. I'm just describing uh, the, the uh, tendency in reality. And so this thing about attention is can be very much attached to self-worth. Um, particularly in women, and you got to think about, you got to analyze yourself. Why am I seeking this attention? Uh, is it to feed my sense of self worth? If nobody's paying attention to me, do I feel like I'm not a worthwhile individual anymore? What makes me a worthwhile individual? These are things that people really need to be thinking about and why you're doing it. And I think you all made some great comments. If you're aware of what you're doing and you're conscious about it and you're responsible with it, then you can handle it. It's just that people who are not aware of what they're doing, why they're doing the behavior that if you're not responsible with it, mm-hmm. it can lead into things like failed relationships. Yeah, right. I mean, that that is so great. Like, we, when you think about social media, like, we're on social media, uh, most of us, for likes. How many likes would this post get? You know, and that definitely mm-hmm. is. And, you know, the more likes you have, the more relevant you feel or the more popular you are or, you know what yeah. I mean? And, and even, whole, even it's a, yeah, yeah. This is really getting to become a problem in, in the psychology of people today. It's actually it's a, it's a serious field in, in psychology. It's a current trend in psychology. People are really studying it. And it's already, already people are starting to see problems right, with social media and just starting to be concerned yeah. in psychology uh, because people yeah. are equating their worth by how many likes they get on it's, these social exactly. media things. <laughs> exactly. And it's so funny because even um, social media are even saying, well, after you have so many followers, then we're going to verify you. And then right. you get certain perks. <laughs> and then advertisers right. will come after you. And I even heard, I don't know how true it is, but I heard that they're looking at um, changing that where um, nobody is going to be able to see how many likes a person is getting because mm-hmm. they're saying it's really, really affecting um, children, um, you know, yeah. because they're really yeah. basing their entire being on this social media stuff. So Yeah, they're um, basing it on external, we call it external locus of evaluation. And people who have an external locus of, of evaluation have weak self-esteem. And basically yeah. it's, it's basically you're looking for people to approve of you. Absolutely. Right. That's all social media is, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you no, know, it, it yeah. definitely is. Um, we're going to go yeah. into our next song, which is Privacy by Ice with the Truth. We'll be right back on the Girlfriend Network with our special guest, Dr. Turpo. <laughs> I want a big house with a fence on it. I want a big band with a tent on it. I want some privacy. Yeah, I want some privacy. I think I need a private home. Cause I feel like they watching me. Feel like they watching me, tell them get off of me I spit the truth like I be spitting prophecies I see the future, that's why I maneuver the way that I do Cause I see how they moving, these niggas translate on their own blood and flesh But with you in this struggle, expect nothing less It's the art of survival out here in the jungle With you at the top, they don't want to become you No, I'm not lying, I'm more like a nigga Can't come on with the 808 face Test everybody all on my banana Can I please ask you, how does it taste? No need to be friendly once you got them veggies To keep it a honey, that's when they all envy To keep it a banner like my middle heavy The way do not matter, my aim always steady Really gon' snap, I just hope that y'all ready Been getting money since Eddie and Eddie I've been chasing the bread for like ages That is the reason a nigga can say this Like my dead president, especially Benjamin That nigga told me that I don't need any friends These niggas 50-50, there's so many men that really bitch me With the estrogen nigga and sick My fame is evident, they getting mad I just proceed to flex on them Getting it off my chest like I'm best pressing them I am a different breed, not like the rest of them Ooh, I wanna know who motherfucking representing it here tonight Hold on, hold on. How can I explain myself? Low Louisiana shit. 
Murder on the beat. Something for y'all to cut up to, you know? Yeah. Everybody get your motherfucking roll on. I know shorty and she doesn't want no slow song. Had a man last year, life goes on. Haven't let that thing lose, girl, it's so long. You been inside, know you like to lay low. I've been peeping what you bring to the table. Working hard, girl, everything paid for. First, last phone, bills, car, no cable. With your phone out, gotta hit them angles. With your phone out, snapping like you fable. And you showing off, but it's alright. And you showing off. But it's alright, it's a short life, yeah That's a real one in your reflection Without a follow, without a mention You really piping up on these niggas You gotta be Looking to do an internship at a radio station? Well, we here at the Love Zone USA would like to hear from you. We're looking for interns to assist in our production and marketing departments. If you're interested, email your resume to thelovezoneusa at gmail.com. Again, that's thelovezoneusa at gmail.com. Talk to you later. Welcome back here. Girlfriend Network here on the Love Zone USA, where we have our black love doctor, Dr. Chappelle, who I keep messing up your name. I apologize. But we're talking about marriage and relationship, and I'm married, but I desire male attention from others. So, um, Dr. Chappelle, do you think if you are engaged and about to get married, would you recommend counseling pre-marriage counseling, um, you know, before getting married. I know some couples do. It uh, it is a requisite of getting married, say, the Catholic Church. But um, if that is not required by your pastor or reverend for your church, uh, do you you recommend it and why? Oh, man, I highly recommend it. I mean, I can't tell you how many couples I've counseled that said, man, we should have did this on the front end. It would have saved a whole lot of arguments. A whole lot of unnecessary attention because people really don't know what they're doing when they get married. They just get married because it's feeling they're caught up in the rapture, all the feel good <laughs> stuff, or they got <laughs> pregnant or something like that. Right. You know, that's what, <laughs> so they're just trying to, you know, they're trying to. Uh, so they just got caught up and had sex and or just all in the in the good good feelings and so. Definitely, I think, ahead of time. Even if you go to the Catholic Church, you need to get some real counseling because the priest who ain't married, he can't tell you nothing. So, I mean, right. <laughs> so, True. I mean, what can he tell you about being married? So I highly recommend it. Uh, I think it's a wise thing. Just because you're attracted to somebody doesn't make they make a, a good mate for you. You can't just because you're attracted to somebody. That doesn't, and that's why people get together these days because they're attracted to each other. Right. Yeah, very true. Very true. I I really like the whole idea of pre-marriage counseling because I think there's a lot of things that you don't talk about, um, you know, when you're casually dating someone or even after a year or so, sometimes you might not know just like the deep, you know, you might know basic core values, but like how you feel about finances or how you feel about raising children right. and all these things that could come up that maybe, you know, you're just kind of, you know, in that fun, happy love phase and, you know, you're not mm-hmm. really paying attention to those things or it just doesn't come up in conversation. So I think that, you know, I've had a lot of friends that have done it and they all loved it. And I think, I feel like Mm -hmm. that's something that I would definitely want to make an investment in because it's, you know, it's better to get it all out there in the beginning and really know what you're getting into instead of trying to, you know, surprise. I'm really impressed by the young couples that come to me for that. I just think they're very wise people. So, you know, Dr. Jerko, when do you think that, you know, say you don't do the counseling before, even if you do, when do you think that couples start coming to you for like post-marriage counseling? Because everyone says, you know, the newlywed year is actually the hardest year in marriage. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, they come to me at all different, uh, all different uh, phases before, right before marriage. <laughs> they come right after marriage, mm-hmm. all throughout mm-hmm. it, years together. 
so it's all over the uh, the spectrum. Uh, people will say things like, uh, "It's that first year of marriage," and they say, "What's that first two years? It's that first five years? That seven years? That ten years? That first <laughs> they keep backing up the goalposts." Right. Uh, that it's the hardest, and it's marriage is hard work, and all that stuff. And that's and that's why I say, au contraire, marriage does not have to be hard work if you choose right. if you choose wisely. You know. Um, right. You know, my wife and I have been married since 92, and it has not been hard work. Um, and that's mm-hmm. because I made a good choice up front. That's why I wrote my book. It's an Essence Magazine bestseller. It's called The Harmonious Way. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, how to find love in marriage by playing the true note. And so if we spend time on the front end uh, making a wise choice about who I'm getting with, then it's less likely that we'll have to work so hard. Now, I was married once before. Um, briefly uh, right. to a woman. I mean, she, she was fine. The sex was good. I thought I was in love and all that. I wasn't being smart. I wasn't being wise. And mm-hmm. uh, I worked the hell out of that marriage, and it lasted less than a year. <laughs> so, but it, wow, I really yeah. worked hard. Yeah. But but the fact that I had to work so hard should tell you something. Right. No, but, definitely. But why? So I've never been married, but. Um, I always hear that from everyone that's been married. They're like, marriage is so hard. It is especially hard within the first five years. And I'm always like, why? I always ask why, but <laughs> nobody can nobody can tell me why. So I'm like, well, well I'm, what is going on in your household where it's so hard? I'm I don't get you it. Why. People, I, I'll tell you why. They're, they're not loving the right person and they're not loving the right way. You need both. You need to love the right person and love the right way. That's why they're having a hard time. First of all, they didn't choose somebody. They didn't make a wise choice based on compatibility. That's first of all. But no matter who you get with, there's going to be some incompatibility. But once you get that person, you've got to learn how to love that person, how to communicate better, how to cooperate, how to compromise. And nobody teaches you this. School doesn't teach you. Your parents don't teach you. The church doesn't teach you. They may try. They don't do a great job. And so we think two people get attracted to each other and say they love each other and they come together. They're supposed to know how to work this thing out. Come on, right. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why. That's why because nobody knows what they're doing. That's why they're working so hard because they don't know what they're doing. You try to put a square peg into a round hole. You're going to work the <laughs> hell out of trying to get that thing. Right? <laughs> yeah. You're going to be working like I'm crazy. Doing. You put no, you but, put a round peg in a round hole, that's not, that's not a lot of work. Okay, but right. that's just a, you're scaring me because I've been Good. with my my boyfriend for several <laughs> years. <laughs> for several years, you know, We're I'm waiting. But I right, right. But I, I'm waiting. I'm like, it's time. I'm waiting. You know, but what are you I think for? we're. I'm waiting for that proposal. I'm waiting oh, for that okay. proposal. So. But I think we're good. I, I think we know how to communicate. Um, you know, we can solve problems together. He's my um, in all to be all. You know, I think we're very compatible. We've been friends be- before the relationship, but oh, what's his man, name? You know, huh? What's his name? I'm sorry. What's his name? Yeah. His Your name boyfriend's name. Yes, his name is Corey. I'm sorry, Corey. Yeah. Corey. Yeah. Corey, what the hell are you waiting on, man? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes, Corey. What are you waiting on? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but um, you know, maybe he's how long y'all been dating? A few years. We've been friends for two, and we've been in a relationship for we're going on three. Okay. So, so three total. Yeah. Yeah, three total. Okay. Okay. But sounds great. I, well, yeah, but see, and that's my question. So here's my question, Doc. Like I know, you know, in my heart, in my mind, this is the guy for me. You know, we've been through some stuff together. We're still here. You know, we're 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 great. We laugh. We do all those things. But like, is there some kind of test that I should take to make sure that we know what we're doing? <laughs> Before we do it, is there like a compatible test? You know, we're not. Are we the square well, that's gonna be in a round hole? You definitely need to read my book if you haven't ordered it already. You can get it on Amazon, The Harmonious okay. Way. Okay. Okay, and talks about okay. uh, compatibility. So I definitely highly recommend that. 
And then it definitely doesn't hurt to get some premarital counseling. Go ahead and get counseling. I, I have clients with a boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Haven't had not in, not engaged, and they they come in for counseling too. Wow, that's wonderful. Are you seeing a trend uh, for people? And you know what they say too. They say um, African American people we are especially afraid of counseling. Um, you know, there's always been a stigmatism with us getting counseling for whatever reason because we're private. We don't want people to know, you know, or people will think that mm-hmm. we're crazy. So, you know, yeah, and I, I you know, I, I think that's ridiculous. But um, my family, too, I remember my mother saying, oh, no, we don't do therapy. No way. But do you see, right. But, you know, thank God I don't feel that way. I think it's very healthy and something that you should do. But are you seeing, like, an uptick or uh, more people seeking counseling? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I stay busy. I stay full. So, I mean, yeah, it's no, no problem, you know. I see. I, I hear like, that. I hear that same thing. But I get a lot of. I have a lot of clients. No, that's that's right. good. I think that people people are more open about it too. You know, before people might be doing things in like private or getting counseling and not letting anyone know because they don't want people to think that something's wrong. You know, because sometimes people are going to counseling not because anything's wrong, but just to make sure that everything stays okay. great and you yeah. know keep keep that going or even you know people who just get counseling to just make sure that, you know, they're staying in track and things like that. And so I think that now it's the thing, because even in the Indian community, people don't really like to talk about it, but now people are becoming more and more open. And I think that's just like Mm -hmm. the way the times are changing. But we're going to go into our next song, which is Balance by Platinum and Tiana Mariah. And we'll be right back on the Girlfriend Network on Love Zone USA. It'll bring you out the darkness. It'll bring you out the darkness. It'll bring you out the darkness. Yeah. Yeah. It'll bring. It'll bring you out out the dark. Feelings of a manic My couple running over Come take a sip out the chalice Fuck a job, fuck the lows I'm moving past it Yeah, These demons glancing Trying to bring me malice I channel energy into the pieces of my palace
Hi, this is Linda Clifford, and when I want to stay away from a runaway love, I listen to the LoveZoneUSA.com so that I know I'm getting the right information and won't ever make that mistake again. And you should, too. Welcome back to the Girlfriend Network. It's me, Nacone, and Karishma, and we're here with our favorite doctor, Dr. Turpo. Uh, Black Love Doctor, Marriage and Relationship Counselor. He is like the doctor in Atlanta. So please hit him up. Um, so, Dr. Turbo, so you gave us some great advice um, about counseling, what to do before getting married or seeking counseling while you're in a relationship. But let's talk about the divorce. So, mm-hmm. oh, boy. That's the other thing. You know, the other thing that I'm always amazed at is how I've seen couples get married, they're in bliss, they're in heaven, they have this big, beautiful wedding, and a couple of years later, now, um, I always say sugar has gone to shit. Um, you know, they're fighting it out, they're so nasty, they're intent on hurting each other, it's like custody, like... I just, that's the other thing that I'm just like, wow, I just pray, I really pray that um, my situation would never become that. How do you you prevent that? And what makes us so angry as human beings that this person that we once loved so much and thought we could not live without, that now we just want to hurt every (laughs) fiber of their being and just, (laughs) Um, you know, it, it just gets so nasty. Like, is is there like even something if you know the relationship is over and you're headed towards separation, is there even like a phase of counseling for that where we can get two people together and say, look, guys, let's be mature about this. And, um, you know, let's go about getting a divorce amicably and not hurting each mm-hmm. other. What yeah. do you say about yeah, that? I mean- yeah, I think uh, go, it starts at what we were talking about earlier about compatibility. Unfortunately, we spend more time thinking about our investments, where we're going to go to school, what kind of house we're going to buy, what kind of business we're going to start, than we do about who our mate selection choice is. This is why I wrote that book, The Harmonious Way, uh, because it's very important. Compatibility is very important. And so um, when people get married, because they, they're usually not doing it for compatibility, they're doing it on this uh, whimsical, uh, mm. fleeting, amorphous thing called love and caught mm. up in the romance and the eros. And so when they do that, and then once that starts waning, uh, because it inevitably will, because repeated exposure to the same stimulus over time will get you a less of a response to that stimulus. So basically what I'm saying is when that giddy, that rapture, that, Infatuation, all those things start waning. Then you start being, you start getting more sober about who you're with, and you start seeing the person <laughs> for who they really are, not just the positives and the things that you thought were so right. cute. And now you're seeing all these things that the person as a whole person, and some of those things you're not liking, or some of the things that you like now you don't like. <laughs> and so, oh uh, you know, I remember seeing Farrakhan uh, say something. He said. Uh, it was recent in a video. He said that uh, the person, the amount of love that you have for, for a person, if a switch flips in your head in the other direction, that would be the amount of hate you have for that person. Yeah. And so, wow. you know, the, the stronger you love somebody, the stronger that you will hate them uh, when something mm-hmm. flips and goes the other direction. And so uh, that's where you see all this uh, habitual anger. And it's the frustration because people don't get their needs met. They're disappointed. Their expected ideal of what they thought it was going to be like is not that way. Uh, you know, they're probably understanding, oh, man, I made a bad choice. I made a bad decision. They're probably waking up to that, you know, girl saying things. Well, you know, like a, I like a man who's got a little thug in him and a little swag, and, you know, these things. And, you know, I have a thing. I say if you want to if, – if women were smart, uh, they would pick a nice guy so they could have a nice marriage. So if mm-hmm. you pick a bad boy, you're going to have a bad marriage. And so right, this, yeah. this is it's simple, but it's true. And, well, uh, you know, you, I think, you just got to really think through it. Definitely. I think that what happens is, you know, when you said, like, when you pick a, a bad boy, you know what you're getting into and that's what you get. But a lot of people are out yeah. there and they think that, like, I'm going to be the one that, 
they change right. more. You know, or I'm My stuff is special. And he's gonna reform his ways because it's just gonna be that kind of magical love me. story. Right. It's because me. because exactly. that's what happened in the movies in my own lifetime. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. It yeah. happened so much in the movie that they had to make another movie about how it's not actually true. Um, so, yeah. you know, Dr. Trippo, I want to talk about so your book, The Harmonious Way. It mm-hmm. applies to a lot of people that may be just kind of starting to dig a little bit deep and do some introspection in their relationship. And because some people don't think about it. Like, I've seen a lot of couples where they're just so kind of in the habit and the way of their things that their relationship is kind of just on auto drive, you know? Um, and yeah. what, who do you think specifically would benefit from the book? Is there something for everyone out there that just wants a deeper look into what their relationship needs to be like? Yeah. If you're seriously considering uh, choosing a mate, meaning uh, the uh, traditional orthodox monogamous marriage that we have in our culture, then this is a book that you definitely need to um, uh, consider getting. Because it's, uh, if you if, if you now if you're just out there just trying to have fun and enjoy people, and just do your thing, then maybe this isn't a book. But this is if you're seriously considered considering have a long term monogamous relationship, uh, this is a book for you. Um, the way I look at it, if you have you know the benefit of the what's long been purported to be the benefit of a mate selection in the East, is it has been arranged marriages, and uh, mm-hmm. they say the strength of that is that the the marriages yeah. tend to last longer in the east now um, the benefit that we have in the west is uh, individuality and individual choice freedom of choice and so Mm -hmm. I say why not take the benefits of both of these why not uh, use the rationality of arranged marriage as the thinking process and pair it with the Mm -hmm. freedom of choice uh, in, in the west and actually think through and be rational about your choice and so that's um, where the book is coming from. That's amazing. And I think that's beneficial to a lot of people out here that are, you know, thinking about what they're looking for in the future, especially when it comes to the relationship and, you know, what kind of life they imagine for themselves and what kind of relationship they want. So definitely very important. Yeah. But, uh, but see, me, okay, you talk about arranged marriages. Like, isn't that doomed from the beginning because you don't if really know that person? It, well, yeah, I mean, it's doomed if you have the the paradigm in your mind that you're supposed to love each other and marry your friend and all that. If you're, It's not doomed if you are in the mindset of this is an economy, this is uh, about survival. And it's not a. It depends on what's going on in your head, what's going on in your personality, whether it's doomed or not. For me, an arranged marriage would be doomed because that's not that's not who I am. I, I don't buy into that. For some others, it may not be doomed. So it depends. Mm-hmm. And definitely, right. I mean, I think it's called, like in India, there were a lot of arranged marriages, and you know, I mean, like in my grandparents' time, it definitely worked, and I've seen it work with others, but then I've also seen it where it hasn't worked. But I think it's also two people who are in the arranged marriage also making that choice to actually say, okay, now we're in this and we're going to make it work. You know, if one person is not into it from the beginning, there's no real hope there because you're not working together with somebody. Right. Yeah, it depends on how much you buy into it. You know, it's just how deep you are into it. Just like religious devotion, if somebody is very devout in their religion and the other one not devout, that could be a problem. Mm-hmm. But if both people are devout, then it might work out just fine. So, mm-hmm. you Definitely. Know, how much are you into this? We're going to go I into do. our next song, um, and we'll be right back on the Girlfriend Network. We're going to go into Bruno Mars featuring Cardi B, Vanessa.
We're going to have you back again because, like I said, you're, you know, you're somebody that we come to often when we need relationship advice. So thank you so much. I'm going to get your book, and I'm going to let you know yeah. how that goes. Yes. So. Yeah, come on, Corey. Come on, Corey. Yes, get it up, man. <laughs> exactly. We're all waiting. Yes, breathlessly. But thank you so much, Dr. Topo, and um, God bless and um, continue success to you. You all do a great job. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you so much. Good thing. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Nicole, I can't believe believe the show's almost over. I know. Time goes so fast when you're having fun. Exactly. So, again, listeners, you know, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you find us on the iHeartRadio app and Spotify under the Love Zone USA, which is our station. And this is Karishma and Nikone signing off from the Girlfriend Network. Nikone, until next week, I will yeah. be briefly being my week away. Woo-woo. Great. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Just say